home office in Levittown. This is the podcast broadcast. I'm J.D. Mullane, columnist for the Bucks County Courier Times. And I'm Phil John Ficaro, columnist for the Intelligencer. We awake this first week of June 2020 in a very different America than the one we had the first week of January just six months ago. Different from the one we've had for more than 240 years, really. Uh, freedom to move about as we please, gone. A freedom to uh, earn a living by running a small business uh, if it's deemed non-essential, gone. Uh, freedom from fear of rioters and looters and mobs, both in the streets and on social media, gone. Uh, freedom from want of truth, as reporters covering the riots all over the country are attacked by the mob or arrested and ordered from the riot zones by police. Um, and by reporters, I mean people giving you the facts, not cable show activists pushing a narrative created during some Zoomed board meeting consisting of woke, wealthy corporate progressives. There is still a place called America, but the idea of America as the freest nation on earth, where the government is small and manageable and the citizen is big, is gone. Call Norman Rockwell before freedoms are temporarily suspended. Phil, change my mind. Is that too cynical? Uh, perhaps, but you know, your, your, your point is made. It's just a different America today. Uh, you know, the, when you have uh, uh, when you have a mix of you know the pandemic and the shutdown and the stay at home and businesses not being able to open and the economy going down the drain and now you throw some more gasoline on the fire with George Floyd's uh, murder by that cop, uh, you know you, you, we had to expect that there would be some kind of reaction like this, uh, as unfortunate as it is. Um, just watching watching the news and watching American cities just go up in flames and, uh, um, you know, reporters getting a, a, assaulted by by a law enforcement. Um, no, it's we haven't seen things like this, I would suppose, since 1968 during, you know, the, the riots and the King assassination sparked all those civil uh, all that civil unrest. And, you know, college students were protesting the war on campuses and storming the administration. Uh, we haven't seen anything like this in such a long, long time. Yeah, well, you know, even back then, uh, as America burned during the 1960s, uh, we were not on some soft house arrest by governors across the country. Today, that's different. So I would say it's even worse today for the average citizen. And not to brag, Phil, but uh, I predicted this would happen in April in a column about the inept lockdown policy as a result of coronavirus, uh, a policy recommended by President Trump and put in place here in Pennsylvania by uh, Governor Tom Wolf and in New Jersey by Governor Murphy. Um, and, uh, and here in PA also uh, the duplicitous Dr. Rachel Levine. You know, we live in a, a state right now where felons are free to, live pre to leave uh, prison because of coronavirus, but law-abiding citizens are uh, punished for reopening their businesses. We're, you know, right up the street from me in Silver Lake Park, a county-owned park. Uh, top lot, the top lots are taped off and fenced off, but, you know, 50 yards away, the adult um, outdoor workout equipment remains available and people use it. You know, where the Wolf family furniture business gets a, uh, a waiver to stay open, but 
thousands of other businesses uh, that didn't hit the wolf waiver jackpot, you know, face destruction. Uh, you know, I'm thinking with that waiver stuff, they should have a nightly drawing, you know, the governor and Rachel Levine, you know, like they do the, the lottery, you know, see who wins the waiver jackpot, and reopen <laughs> their business, you know, but, uh, you know, look, uh, that intro, maybe it's a little cynical, but, you know, uh, the last week watching well, it, Phil, you know, uh, but, but you, you know what, you, you, cynical, a little over the top, perhaps, uh, depending on your point of view, but you know, it's it's the mindset that the the that's the mindset that we've been put into. Um, we have we have you know you're restricted from going here and going there. And you know, I, I'm not as I don't look at it quite the way you do. I mean, there was a reason we had to be restricted. Uh, you you and I sort of disagree on that to to a certain degree. Um, it wasn't just like out of thin air. They just decided to tell everybody, you can't go here. You've got to show your shutter, your business. You've got to stay. You've got to stay away from your friends. There was there was a reason to keep us apart for a time. Uh, perhaps the time went a little too far. Perhaps the, the restraints were a little too tight. Um, you know, on perhaps. Friday, on Friday, on Friday, we're going to be able to we're going to be able to go and visit with the 25 other, you know, Malanes in town. Uh, so, you know, things are, but, you know, you said you predicted all this, um, you know, it didn't, the rioting, the burning, I mean, let's face it, it was the George Floyd gasoline on the fire. You know, if, if it was flickering, it was Floyd's murder. That video so disturbing uh, uh, is what really, ignited this whole thing yeah well the kindling was uh locking the nation perhaps, down perhaps, for, for perhaps yeah well yep. perhaps that that was it and uh that that people were pent up people were angered people saw that the two to three weeks maybe the four weeks at most to flatten the curve was all bs after a while and then it became not about coronavirus you know, we saw that in Bucks County. The county commissioners, Dr. Damsker, uh, uh, the Department of Health, said, look, you know, 70, 80 percent of our new cases are in nursing homes. Uh, there's virtually no community spread. We don't need to be locked down. And the governor said, no, nope, you do. What was that all about? That wasn't about coronavirus. It was about flexing muscle, political muscle uh, to hurt people who stepped out of line. That's how I see it. I mean, there really was no reason to keep us locked down in Bucks County. I don't know about Monco. They seem to be the epicenter of the southeastern PA coronavirus pandemic epidemic. Right but here in Bucks County, uh, there was no reason. Is there a reason to put yellow uh, caution tape around a tot lot at Silver well, Lake Park? And then put, put orange so fencing around the, the yellow tape. But right over there, the <laughs> exercise equipment for the adults is you can use that. It's, it's I, I never understood the tape around the tot lot uh, not being able to go to parks. Uh, right. You know, uh, if you can distance yourself from anywhere uh, better than going to a, a park with, you know, 100 acres of open space, uh, I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, but, you know, as I feel like we're 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 turning a corner here. Um, it doesn't excuse uh, all the all the hurt that a lot of business owners have incurred uh, have have uh, have incurred. Um, but you know, Friday's coming. It's going to loosen up. It'll loosen up some more. And you have to give 
you know, people uh, in Bucks County uh, credit the, the powers that be to try to enough is enough. They, they thought enough. And we have to push. We have to push the governor to start loosening up these restrictions because, you know, people were starving. People weren't able to pay to, to, to buy groceries. People's businesses were closing down. Um, so I think that the government tried to do it as long as it could. And I think they probably anticipated at a certain point, even before they would have agreed to it uh, uh, on their own, that there was going to be some kind of a pushback by uh, by county uh, legislators. And uh, I think that's what that's what uh, that's what really moved the dial here. Well, why do you think um, is that the reason you think Wolf suddenly decided to go to yellow and then, you know, like, you know it seemed like. You know, it was happenstance uh, as he went about redefining what yellow actually meant. Phase, yellow phase, red phase. It's stupid, but I would, you know. I would say, I would, I would say that if there wasn't as much pushback by by people and by the legislators in the counties, we might still all be under red. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what he was responding to. I guess there were, you know, uh, private phone calls, you know, to Harrisburg that were made and they were saying, listen, if you don't, if you do not loosen up, uh, the first district is going to go red right. in November because people are that mad. Of course. Uh, I think that probably was the conversation, that, don't you? I, I absolutely, I mean, at a certain point, he has to start looking at the electorate and saying, is, yeah. is this, is this, is this a politically wise move for me? Um, it's it's a juggling act, right? Yeah. And you know, he he realized there was a lot of pushback. It wasn't just coming from from legislators in those shutdown counties. It was coming from people. And at a certain point, you start looking at your reelection at some point, and you have to make a decision. Yeah, I mean, the 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 lack of uh, the the. The political class uh, who I've been railing against for years, the college educated political class, you know, I think. Oh, have you have, oh, have you mentioned <laughs> them? <laughs> Just a few times. <laughs> but, you know, the, they um, they make such poor decisions that starting with uh, the lockdown, that was that was the worst decision. Maybe two weeks, maybe four weeks, but now we're three months. Come on. I mean, it, it was such a poor decision to make. And you know what? It, by the way, uh, as soon as all these uh, protests over George Floyd's death erupted, I think we're up to 140 cities now. Uh, and Bucks County, there's going to be a, a protest at 1 p.m. Suddenly we stopped talking about, you know, wearing masks and social distancing. You didn't see the looters and the mob social distancing and obeying that. You know, uh, just law-abiding citizens who pay all the taxes to support people who go out and you know break windows on Target and 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 loot small businesses. You know, I mean that that's that's who's out there in the streets. They're not law-abiding citizens doing what Governor Wolf and Rachel Levine tell us to do. You know, tell them to do. Right? Yeah, uh, you know, it. I understand anger. I understand you. You, you watch a video of a, of a of a man who's not resisting, getting getting killed by a cop who seemingly has no no heart or no soul. He just let him die there. Uh, I understand yeah. the outrage. I understand that you need maybe get to the streets and protest and and have speeches and. But once you know, once you ruin your own city, it's something I could just never understand. Where you know the the Mullane grocery store gets get. 
you're you're actually you're inflicting your rage on people who don't deserve it, and it's only for your own benefit. So you can go in and grab some sneakers and a TV and and some clothes. Um, you know, that's the part of it that angers me the most, and quite frankly, confuses me the most. Why would you do that to the people in your own neighborhood? Why? Yeah, I, I don't know. There has been some talk. I don't know how much truth there is to it. Um, that in some in some instances in Minneapolis and in New York, um, there Antifa, which are basically organized shock troops for the progressive left, you know, uh, more more famous in the Pacific Northwest, in in Seattle and Portland. But they are involved in this, and how much, what they're doing, I don't know. But most of these protests in in these cities started out peacefully, you know, and then suddenly you have uh, you know windows smashed and stores looted, and so how much is you know, uh, like we're looking at pictures now. I'm not sure what city this is from, but uh, is this Trenton? No, I believe Atlantic, it's Trenton or Atlantic City. I believe I believe it's Trenton. Okay, so that was Trenton. Was that yesterday? I think yesterday or Saturday. Um, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. They're burning squad cars. You know, you know, when the last chapter of how they uh, of how uh, police and local governments, city governments handled this. Um, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a brilliant, you know, move. Let them burn a couple of police cars and vent. You know, it's better than having a whole block or two blocks burned down. We've right, but you know what? That. They're 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 not stopping at the police uh, uh, cars. I mean, they're doing the cars. They're doing other people's businesses and breaking windows and stealing things. Yeah. It, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't help their cause no. because, because the narrative then becomes, you know, the, the, the lawbreakers instead of what, what message they're trying to send because they're outraged over uh, a, a cop killing a, 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 a black man. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the narrative changes. Yeah. Yeah. That, it's uh, I think somebody said it early on, as soon as they started torching uh, police cars and uh, and small businesses, that's when it stopped being about uh, the death of George Floyd at the uh, literally the knee of a, of a white cop who I, I don't know what I, I really don't. I, I spoke with some police officers yesterday and, you know, uh, they're completely puzzled as to how that could have gone on for eight minutes. But then. You find out the backstory. This right. guy, uh, I think his name is Chauvin. Chauvin. I don't know how you Chauvin. pronounce it. Derek Chauvin. Right, Chauvin. He uh, he had like four or five complaints of brutality against him. He had, and, he, had, and, he. I'm sorry. He did have 18. I don't know if they were all brutality, but there were 18. Holy mackerel. Yeah, uh, and then the day he gets arrested, his wife files for divorce. So that I mean. What does that tell you? Yeah, that tells no. me all I need to know. Yeah. Um, he's on he's on suicide watch now. By the way, I just read that the AP had a story on it. But look, you know, um, in Hennepin County, which is where Minneapolis is, uh, one of the prosecutors up there uh, had an opportunity to uh, uh, prosecute him and get rid of him, get rid of him, uh, toss him off the force. Can you can you guess the name of the prosecutor who didn't do that? Amy Klobuchar. Bernie, 
Amy Klobuchar. I think her uh, she was on the short list for Joe Biden's vice presidential pick. I think I that's think, off the I table think that, now. that ship has sailed. Uh, you yeah. know what what we're seeing, and I don't want to you know, switch gears, but uh, you know Kamala Harris has been in tow with Joe Biden as he's been you know marching in in Delaware, and uh, I mean I don't know if that that tells us something, um, but Kamala Harris has been at his side. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, well, she, yeah, well, she, uh, she has her problems in uh, Southern California arresting uh, minority males and putting them in prison over minor, you know, pot busts. So she's yeah. got her own, she's got her own set of issues there, Phil. But I think all of this, in terms of, say, the first district, which you know, uh, in addition to Erie, the first district on the eastern side of the state, those two. Uh, Bucks and Erie uh, basically decide where Pennsylvania goes, and Pennsylvania uh, makes presidents. And mm -hmm. I think all of this, the rioting, the looting, um, normally I think it would benefit uh, a law and order president in the White House, as Trump is. But uh, the president has remained strangely reticent, except for a couple of his normal inflammatory tweets, um, you know, uh, I, I really don't know what he's thinking. He really should come out and say something. Um, you know, instead he's in the cellar under a blanket tweeting. Yeah, I he, heard, he I, should. And then I saw his press secretary uh, when asked by the media why he doesn't come out and address the nation, and she said, you know, uh, you know, a, a ten-minute address isn't going to solve our problems. Well, you know what? America's looking for leadership right now, and. Uh, you know, however you feel about the president, this is a president needs to stand before the nation and and call for calm. He needs to try to reassure instead of tweeting about Democrats and the media from the basement. You know, I don't know if he's sucking a thumb or drinking some chocolate milk down there, but he needs to stand before the country and he hasn't done it. You know, presidents are judged on how they handle crises and he's not doing very well right now. No, I have to agree with you, and and I don't have a problem with Donald Trump as president. I understand. I mean, you know, I do, I do, I do. But it, it would be whether it was Donald Trump or Joe Smith as president, he's got to stand before the nation, not yeah. not run to the bunker. I should have given Craig the uh, uh, video of former President Obama addressing the rioters and looters uh, in Baltimore. You know what he said about that? You recall? It's just five years ago, so it's not eight. I don't. He called them thugs and criminals, that they weren't protesters. Right. But he tweeted last week, he didn't even mention the rioting going on. So I really am disappointed in the former president. He should have been just as strong in, in his condemnations. Yeah. In addition to, you know, at least Tom Wolf, who's as inept the governor as I've ever seen, you know, covering, you know, uh, news in Bucks County for 32 years. You know, we, we see the governor a lot here in Bucks County, whoever is in, in office. You know, he has got to be one of the worst. And I think, you know, he initially, I think it was um, Thursday or Friday, tweeted out something, uh, you know, a tweet that I don't know if he was like, you know, he, he wasn't laying into these protesters. And it took him till yesterday, I think, to finally condemn the rioting. He should have done that right out of the gate. So I really don't understand what game they're playing in Harrisburg, what what the Wolf administration is doing. You know, he sees the destruction in Philly. He sees the destruction in Pittsburgh. You know, like I said, this afternoon, we're going to be up with the Brian Chablis crowd in uh, in 
uh, outside the Starbucks, I guess, in Doylestown is, you know, they all protest for four hours. I think it's four hour protest. It's long. So, uh, you know, if I was a shop owner up there and knowing how easily these things can spin out of control, I'd be very, very nervous. Yeah. You know, you know, there, we, have a, we have a live comment from a, a Tracy Hammond who was asking, and I don't know the answer to this. When do nursing homes open? You mean for visitors? I, I would think that that's what Tracy means. Okay. I, Tracy, that is a, that's a great question. I don't know. Uh, you know, they were open to take COVID-19 patients uh, per Dr. Levine's orders uh, or recommendation and Governor, Governor Wolf's orders. So, you know, that's where most of the carnage in PA came from, from that, uh, that misbegotten uh, decision uh, to force uh, nursing homes to, uh, to take patients. But, you know, uh, and then the further compounded by the tragedy that if you had a loved one who, who perished from coronavirus, you couldn't see them. You couldn't hold right. their hand. You couldn't talk to them. Well, you we know have, uh, you know, in our family, we had a, a, a my wife uh, has an uncle who was in the nursing home and he, he uh, unfortunately, he died uh, just a couple of weeks ago. But that was the situation where the family was just sh shut out from going in uh, until, the, until, the, until the very end. They just let them in very quickly and, and, uh, and the, the gentleman passed. But, yeah. Um, you know, when you can't be there for someone and that that's infirm and in, in this case, in their final days, it's heart wrenching. Yeah. And as far as the, the, the viewers, uh, Tracy's, uh, question, look, um, uh, we, Phil and I wish we knew the answer to that. I don't even think Tom Wolf knows. I think yeah. we are being led so incompetently in the state that, uh, he doesn't know. I mean, Tot lots and whatever, you know, gyms, uh, was it tot lots were supposed to open in the green, but he moved that to yellow. Oh, summer camps, summer camps and tot lots were supposed to be reopened um, under yeah. under the green phase. But he moved that to yellow. Why did he move it to yellow? You know, I don't know. Why are all those people <laughs> in Doylestown not going to social distance when I get up there? Yeah, you know, but, uh, maybe they're immune from uh, COVID-19. Maybe they all had tests and and they have the antibodies, so it's safe for them to go out, along with all the looters and the, you know, uh, window smashers in, in on Chestnut Street. You know, well, you know. I would think we're going to anticipate a spike in, in the virus with all these people protesting without. I mean, I don't see anybody wearing masks in the protest. Yeah, I doubt that. I don't think we're going to see a spike. You know, I, I, I think no, we're going to. Like, that, look, and if they're wearing masks, Phil, you know why they're wearing masks. So they're not identifying the video. <laughs> they're not wearing it because, you know, Governor Wolf and Rachel Levine, you can loot, you can pillage, you can destroy, but make sure you keep six feet apart and wear a mask. It's, uh, that seems um, to be the message from Harrisburg these days. Malane, what a cynic you are. Well, you know, I'm seeing, <laughs> I'm just seeing what I'm seeing on, you know, on social media, on TV, on the news. That seems to be, I don't see, do you, have you seen a strong condemnation, as strong a condemnation from Tom Wolf uh, about these looters and rioters in Philly and Pittsburgh and wherever else they're going to show up, as he did a, a couple of weeks ago when he called Bucks County, basically, you know, and the other eight counties that were about to reopen despite his orders, cowards and deserters. Remember that? I, yeah, I know. And then, he I threatened, and then he threatened to hurt us. No, no federal money for you. Has he done that with these rioters and looters? He hasn't. No. Nope. I mean, maybe there's a tweet that I didn't see in the last 
you know, 12 hours. If he uh, did, I, I, it's not something I'm aware of. If he, he did. didn't stand in a lectern and then point his finger at us, you know, wag his finger and, and with that little purse mouth lip, you know, and uh, look he's got and, and, and tell these riders and looters that, you, you know, you, you better go back home and uh, socially isolate for the next uh, 14 days because you weren't wearing a mask or you weren't socially. He's not going to say that. You know, because yeah. he knows how ridiculous he will look saying that. But really, when you need leadership, you need a guy to stand up. You need the governor to stand up and say these people are wrong, yeah. and uh, and we're going to we're going to find you. You know, we have there's surveillance video all over the place. We can find you. That's the other thing about this, Phil. They they burned down a police a precinct in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, they're torching cars. You know, places like New York and Minneapolis, big cities, they have a lot of this video surveillance. It wouldn't be too hard, I don't think, to find the perpetrators. But it almost seems like nobody's being arrested for that stuff. I mean, there right. doesn't seem to be any interest on behalf of the governor, the mayors, you know, of getting these people. I mean, I've heard some things, but how hard would it be? Uh, I mean, I'm sure whoever, you know, some of these looters are on social media, TikTok or or whatever they're using, whatever platform is of the moment uh, to brag about it. You know, right. it wouldn't be hard for for police and law enforcement to find at least a few of them. Right. Prosecute them, you, know? you know, to the to the point of the of the rioters, you know, we have another live comment from a Susan Carroll Gibbons. Let me just read real quick. Oh, yeah. Susan. The, lo the looters are not Antifa. They are the ordinary criminals and others who have no moral compass, who have no conscience for the damage they do. It's not outrage over Floyd. It's not pent up angst being locked down in pandemic. Not after I saw a photo of a young woman well-dressed wearing a Fitbit and a designer mask calmly carrying an armload of goods exiting a high-end shop on Chestnut Street in Philadelphia. Well, Susan and I don't always agree, but I agree with that. Yeah. Um, uh, to a to a point, I, I do think that uh, the coronavirus uh, lockdown uh, really fueled that pouring into the streets that you saw. It, it was a spring. It just jettisoned people out of their homes, you know. And they said, "The hell with Governor Wolf's lockdown. This is BS. We're not going to take it anymore, and we're going into the streets." We have not seen crowds in the streets of normal people uh, since March, since this lockdown. Okay, yeah. so the crowds we're seeing are not normal people. These are these are uh, criminals. Uh, some of them are criminals. Others are just you know curiosity. They're just they they're just they're just bad folks looking for an opportunity to get something for free. Yeah. And and I'm with you. Uh, there are cameras everywhere. I mean, the media is shooting it. Uh, there are cameras on buildings. You can't tell me if a guy's walking out with a TV and dragging some other stolen item that. We, we can't identify these folks and arrest them. Yeah. And then I mean, again, I'm all, I'm, I'm all for the right to protest. Yeah. But protesting and rioting are two different things. We can't conflate the two. Right. And look, we're looking at video now. It wouldn't be hard for the Trenton police to find this, this guy. I mean, he's setting, it looks like a cop car, um, you know, and here are the police, uh, you know, in their tack gear uh, in an American city, a, a state capital. Uh, where's Phil Murphy, by the way, condemning all this? He's been and and uh, his uh, his attorney general, who uh, you know they call normal people who want to uh, worship uh, at a, uh, or celebrate a bar mitzvah. They arrest those people. You know, they arrested a guy on a beach 
for reading a book. Well, there, there. And like I said, where are they on this stuff? I, it's it, right there, and they don't say I, anything. Was it a, about six or seven weeks ago in Jersey? They stormed two weddings. Yes. And they broke up the weddings in in, in the uh, recept the wedding reception. And that there was one where I think it was nine rabbis, one of them a hundred years old. They were at a bar mitzvah. They busted into that and, and arrested all of them. But where, I mean, you know, they're letting these people burn public property. They're threatening, you know, uh, businesses. And Phil Murphy, he's got nothing to say. He doesn't even call them knuckleheads, which is what he called, you know, the nine million people in the state who didn't. Uh, abide by his his decrees is the reason that they don't arrest is there's just too many to arrest i mean could that be it it's like you know we've we've got hundreds and hundreds of people committing crimes so we're going to grab five of them ten of them no you 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 I, take I, a look take a look at the police marching into this they each one of them is equipped with at least 50 zip ties you know to, to handcuff <laughs> people they're 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 very uh they're, they're trained in, in, in arresting as many uh, lawbreakers under the circumstances as they can get their hands on. So why don't they? You know, that's what I said before. Maybe it's some new police tactic. I heard some, um, that's my printer going on over here. Sorry for the noise in the background, Craig. Um, but yeah, um, they, uh, they might have some new police tactic. You know, where in Baltimore, remember that that incompetent mayor said, well, we're just going to give them room to loot and pillage. And they burned. I don't know how many blocks. Right. I mean, it was it was it was heartbreaking to see that. Yeah. And uh, so maybe they are refining this and saying, well, we'll allow them to burn a few squad cars. You know, like I said before, instead of a whole block of buildings. Who knows? But you know what happens? You let them burn one, two, one building, they become emboldened, and we've seen right. what happened. Yeah. Uh, there's no. I don't know. You're sounding pretty conservative there, Phil. Well, uh, no, what it is, it's, go after it's, these guys. But you know what, John? It's 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 just logical. Yeah. It's just logical. I mean, if people are breaking the law, they need to be arrested. Um, yeah, I mean, look, nobody I, has a problem with whether, the whether you, protest. Yeah, whether you're on the left or the right, I mean, you you could see what you could see right and wrong. You want to protest, you want to march, you want to you want to have speeches, calling for you know justice and change. That's what America's all about, right? Burning yeah. John, burning John Mulane's grocery store and going in and stealing stuff and taking it home under the guise of you know those cops really did wrong by killing George Floyd is just ridiculous. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, you've got so many things going on at once. You know, you've got the the uh, incompetent response by governors, both left and right, to coronavirus, keeping people from their jobs. You know, uh, the people who you know in Pennsylvania, I think we're one of the hardest hit states, where the unemployment compensation still hasn't hit people's bank accounts. You know, uh, in Bucks County, we're seeing people show up. Uh, at uh, where, you know where the homeless receive their food in parking lots designated throughout Lower Bucks County, we're seeing normal people uh, show up uh, to collect food because they have no money. You know, thank you, Governor Wolf. You know, thanks for straightening that out. You know, you you know you can do other things uh, real quick, and 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 you're quick to condemn and quick to lock us down. But when it comes to like putting the money in the bank for unemployment that you caused, uh, you're pretty slow. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know, Phil, I, I think maybe um, we don't 
you know, nobody has any problem with peaceful protests, but, you know, when it goes off the rails like this, it is just so fraught with, with, with tragedy, you know? Well, you and know, what is it that it happened across the country, Susan Gibbons? Be, I'm talking be, to you. It was, well, it was people being locked up for so well, long, and then, you know, boom, the dam burst. That's but you what know happened. what? I, th I think it exploded across the country, and if we want to uh, attach it to the Floyd murder, it's happened throughout the country. I mean, you know, we, we it's happened in, it happened in, um, oh gosh, what's the, oh gosh, Eric Garner. Uh, you know, it's happened everywhere in the country. It's not like it was isolated to Minneapolis. So all it did was it stoked this, this rage that they've had for, for quite a while. Um, I, I just, you know, I, I just don't understand why people, again, I keep going back to why do you need to burn down your own city? Um, you know, I, there was a quote by Martin Luther King that, you know, that's, that's, that's the voice of, you know, of, of injustice. Uh, I don't quite agree with it. Uh, yeah, well, well, King also said, you know, uh, talking to, uh, I think it was a, a room of Black Panthers in 1967, he said, burn, baby, burn. You got to learn, baby, learn so you can earn, baby, earn. <laughs> and, you know, he was saying, you know, he talked against that sort of, you know, voice of the voiceless or whatever, whatever yeah, poetry right. he put to that. that. But, yeah, he, he did not condemn. I saw his uh, tweet this morning from his son, Martin Luther King III. No justice, no peace. He repeated it uh, four or five times in his tweet. Well, that's a call to arms, and that's the wrong call to make at this, at this time because what happens with the mob? The, the mob, it, it is a form of oppression. It is a form of tyranny. Uh, it's been written about for over 100 years and studied mob psychology and who suffers when the police withdraw like they did in uh, Minneapolis. You've got the old, you've got the weak, uh, usually children, and you've got the cowardly. And those people get run right over by the mob. And so this the, mayor, the mayor out there is fine with that. You know, well, let's just let them the loot and pillage for a little bit and then send it in the national guard, you know, you know, all sure. this burn, all this burning and looting and pillaging and stealing. This has happened before when sparked by some kind of a racial injustice, right? Yes. Has, how has it worked out for those folks? Has it changed anything? No, no, it hasn't changed anything, no. but they keep going to the same script that doesn't work. Right. Uh, and look, Rodney King is not ancient history. I mean, it's maybe 28 years ago, but, um, you know, uh, we saw what happened. That that city has not recovered. You know, no. uh, from that, never had never recovered from that. Uh, you you can go even into parts of North Philadelphia, you know, uh, and find you know from the '64 riots, uh, neighborhoods that never that were once thriving working class neighborhoods that never recovered. Businesses moved out, and then the jobs were gone, and those those neighborhoods that had been torched and burned were just you know left there and still are. You know, uh, some of them anyway. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, Phil. I, I, I know that, um, you know, this can't go on forever. I think it benefits uh, Republicans. I think that it's probably going to benefit Brian Fitzpatrick in the race here in the first district. I don't think the people out in Erie uh, are, are thinking much different, you know, than yeah. that. They don't like this. America doesn't like this sort of thing. You know, it scratches the itch of the far hard left. They like seeing this, you know, chaos benefits them. But I think that um, whatever 
you know, the, the, the left has control over the culture, but for some reason that has not translated into political power, you know, because Trump is our president. And we have a Republican still in Bucks County in Congress. Yeah. So, you know, there, I, I don't know, maybe this is just pent up rage, but, you know, the, the, the weak, uh, watery statements that have come from our national leaders about this, you know, uh, they talk as if they're on some sort of like Facebook dialogue thing, you know, they're not talking like leaders. Yeah. Like you hear that guy talk and you can tell he means it, you know, uh, there have been these one, you know, uh, condemnations, but nothing definitive, nothing that we're going to stop this right now, you know, and if you are a citizen with a firearm and you own a business, you're, you know, feel free to defend your business, you know, uh, if you feel that it's necessary. Yeah. So it's, that's the country we're in today. Is this the country we're going to be in six months from now when we do a rat, a year end rat? Uh, I sure as hell hope not. Well, so. we can, we can only hope and pray that, um, that things get better because they don't seem like they can get much worse. Can they? No, I've never seen it this bad, you know. And uh, like like you said, Phil, hopefully things will uh, will will change for the better. We'll have a good summer, and there won't be a a, a revival uh, of, uh, of COVID nineteen coronavirus in the fall. Um, but don't bet on it. Well, that's it for today, ladies and gentlemen. Find our podcasts on Apple or Spotify, and wherever fine podcasts are posted. Check out a live version of this podcast on Facebook at Bucks County Courier Times, the Intel, theintel.com, and the Burlington County Times. I'm J.D. Mullane. I'm Phil John Ficaro. For all of us here in the virtual newsroom, thanks for listening, but especially thanks for reading.